Welcome back. We have been having great discussions with Pastor Phil, Philip Hand of in, in the UK, in England, and we were talking about how churches can change and evolve and devolve where they might have started off really, really well and with the Holy Spirit and, and doing great things and great people, but sometimes when, when there's strife, when there can be a problem uh, and, and maybe a split, uh, even when people go their own way, then when they regroup with God, unless they do business with God about the hardness of their heart and their part, even if they were right in their part, in the way they did it, might have been not great, not good. If they haven't had that repentance and that tenderizing of their heart, it'd be, they'd, they'd, most people will actually, they would rather be right than be humble. And so they will reinforce that and it can actually harden things. And that's how legalism can, one of the ways, not the only way, but that's how churches can get legalistic because they want to be right rather than rather than live out of his righteousness that we have no no effort in. It's 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 that that I need to be right. And then there's then it turns into, as, as Philip pointed out, it, it becomes control. And one of the ways that churches can avoid that happening is by recognizing and, and having an active fivefold ministry. Because, you know, as we know, uh, as Pastor Phil, you were talking about, God gives uh, first the apostles and prophets, and then you've got pastors, teachers, and evangelists, and they all balance each other up. And I would love you to continue and explore a bit more about that. And then we will also continue to talk about what the big challenges are that, that you've faced and had to overcome and how you overcome those. Uh, and, and we'll keep going here. So take it away, Pastor Phil. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, yeah, what I was really saying is, you know, the, the, the wrong thinking will, will, will produce the wrong action. And unfortunately, the way people have been interpreting the Bible is, in my opinion, has been wrong. So they've been taking, you know, where it says apostle first. They, they, they've automatically um, built that as the apostles in charge. And then the prophet is the, the next one with authority and so on and really uh you know what's happened in a lot of churches is they've rejected the fivefold ministry because of this hierarchy and abuse by so-called apostles so-called prophets um but that's not what the word actually means when paul says uh the, First, the apostle. What he what he's saying is, the teaching is, is established in the church on the apostles and prophets. So, in other words, when it's the when it's the apostle first, the apostle comes in and lays foundation work, and the prophet builds off the foundation laying. The, the sound doctrine, as it were, brings in the spirit, brings in the prophetic, brings in uh, the gifts of the spirit uh, directional, and then off that foundation stone of the apostle being first the structure of the uh, the church emerges but really foundations go below the surface foundations are the uh are the the things that people don't see they're the things that people see when the it's a construction site but soon after uh it, you know it gets established and the work builds up uh really what was laid by the apostles is, is what's holding everything together with jesus christ as the chief cornerstone and the oh. cornerstone of course is what holds the whole thing together so you've given me a picture you've given me a, it's like yeah. an inversion see human nature 
wants to put self first and it, and it loves hierarchies and human nature would assume that first means first in importance, then I'm the number yes. one, you're the number two, three, four, because we, we like things to be better than something else. It seems to be um, just part of that fallen human nature and certainly part of the patriarchy that, that is, is historic. Sure. And, uh, and yes. but what Jesus is, is that cornerstone and the apostle lays the foundation and notice it's the foundation even below the not even not even on at the bottom on the ground it's below the surface that support and then the prophetic that that casts the vision that that is the the direction the church will take um, and of course you need the other you need pastors taking care of people you need teachers keeping us you know um, on the right track um, which is inside, but you need the evangelist focusing outward so that there's that constant refreshing, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry, because they're not the ones just doing it. We think the, the evangelist is the one preaching and give, well, sometimes they are, and calling on people to be saved. But when you're equipping the church, then everybody's inviting their friends and, and it's a balanced church. So, so, so unfortunately, like you say, human nature flips everything God intended upside down. But you know, Jesus Christ was the chief priest. He was the chief apostle. He was the best prophet ever. You know, and he actually came as a servant. And so, the model is servant. It would be, uh, you know, for the, be the least. Yes, yes. Um, um, the apostle Paul. You know, a lot of people hate apostle paul because they don't understand what he was saying they've inverted what he was saying but when you put it back into perspective put it compare scripture with scripture you understand that the humility that uh, was in paul but not in saul he had to become a new creation um was so christ-like and uh, you know he he humbled himself uh, really to uh, to please god and to serve the church and to build the church which he loved dearly of course so so yeah i, I you know the, unfortunately human in you know a lot of uh, you know abuse goes on in the church and it becomes uh, an indoctrination becomes denominational it becomes all sorts of things so I, i'm kind of you know trying to bring in revelation which has always been there but it's been lost through um church history and uh, you know i'm not saying i'm the only one who sees things this way but uh, sometimes it feels like you're the only one <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow that's so, so good mm. yeah. you know and, and you know i love uh, the apostle paul's cv you know he was shipwrecked he was stoned to death he was you know he caused riots all the time you know and uh, he was thrown into prison you know and all this thing well you know if you gave that as a cv to be i'm an apostle and you know i'm going to come and plant a church you'd say get out of town you know that's how we would treat it but the truth is you know there are, there are things that happened to him because he was following christ and we seem to get in the west you know i'm sure it's the same in uh, Austria, Australia that you know we, we preach messages of faith and prosperity and healing and all this but we don't talk about the persecution that follows yeah. you know yeah. we don't talk about carrying your cross we don't talk about these things you know and yeah. it's really because man wants to prosper and be whole wants to be healed and wants to be but oh, the, yeah. our identification 
our identification in church has been told we have to do it whereas actually the word of god says you you're already are it in christ jesus you know so we have to come into christ we have to be christ-like we have to transform our thinking and that you know you're asking me what one of the biggest challenges are i had to transform my thinking and i had to you know i when people would preach stuff i would sit there and think that's wrong and there's something wrong with this and i wouldn't be able to say what was wrong with it but the spirit in me was going ding 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 alarm bells i knew in my spirit there's something wrong with this teaching and then when i go and examine the word for myself go and look at it go and question the people that was teaching me these things and say where in the world do you get this doctrine they, they'd come up with nonsense and take bible verses out of context and you know it started a passion in me to be you know to have truth but what god realizes you can't have truth without you know character transformation so the last 20 odd years have been character transformation for me yeah and isn't I, that I, what the, know, bo- the bible actually broken. tells us pastor phil the bible actually tells us to do what you did you were not being rebellious you were feeling no. the discomfort and you searched the scriptures and and i I've just thought of it now, so I'm, I can't remember the reference, but but there's a there's a part in the New Testament where it says, um, you know, test the spirits whether of God, and uh, and it also talks about you know, don't believe every prophet, but search the scriptures. Have I quoted That's that right? right? Be like the Bereans, like the Bereans. yeah. The Bereans, yeah, they were faithfully yeah. searching the scriptures to see whether what was being said was true. They weren't That's doing right. it to catch someone out. And, and to be fair, sometimes we can, um, there can be a slip of the tongue and we misquote something, you know, because we're, we're, we're in the flow and we're saying sure. things and, 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 and we'll mispronounce something. And, you know, that's, that's just the human part of us. Um, or sometimes it can be that because we have a passion for something, it, it, it invades our preaching. With it. And that's good yes. if it's the gift, that the bent that God has given you which might be about forgiveness or it might be about spending time with Holy Spirit. You know, if that's the thing that you're in, that's good and there are seasons for it. But when there's an over, I've got no problem with God, with God blessing people with prosperity and them getting physically healed and, and, and all that's, that's all good stuff. But it, but it also says with these other things that, that can happen, you know, not to be surprised. So it's kind of like a whole package um, you know, right. I certainly pray for favor and I know that foolish decisions can cause us to get, or, you know, what um, one Australian bloke said, you know, I, I thought I was being persecuted when I was wrong, wrong when I was young, but, but actually I was just being an idiot. I was just being obnoxious and uh, people were t- responding to me because I was being so insufferably obnoxious. He, he used a different word that, uh, that I won't say on the broadcast, but uh, <laughs> what he was being. And I, and I just laughed and laughed and I thought, we've all been there. So <laughs> that humility. It's true. <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the foolishness of our youth. We, you know, we have a lot of passion. We love, you know, a, a, a dream and a desire, but we, you know, we lack the character to hold those big dreams and those big desires and God allows adversity to to shift our thinking and change us but really I, I, I've started you know believing that what we declare we get what, okay. what we 
what we speak happens, you know. So I, I've noticed over the last few years as a whatever I speak out prophetically by or by faith as a declaration within a matter of moments, uh, you know, could have, you know, it started off within a matter of years, then it turned, you know, a matter of months, and then usually a matter of weeks. And over time, when I next do the declaration, it would be really within a matter of hours. That's the power of faith and the power of our words. You know, we, we carry Christ in us. We carry the spirit in us as born again believers. And we have to understand that uh, we're gonna be speaking life and not death, blessing and not curses. Mm. And, and that takes time to change that attitude, you know, um, but when we start doing it and we start giving things to God and declaring uh, a right outcome, you'd be surprised what shifts. I, I really firmly believe that, you know, the word of God says we do not have because we ask amiss. In other words, our, our prayer life is asking for the wrong thing. We're asking in the wrong direction. And so it's really important that we, we bring our hearts into tune with God. And that's a part of what we was talking about in the last program. We have to be quick to forgive. We have to be humble to take the low road instead of take the high road all the time. You know, we have to believe that God treats everyone as equals. You know, one of the fallacies that I hear so often is, I'm I'm God's favorite, I'm the Father's favorite. It's nonsense, it's unbiblical. God has no favorites, the word of God says. He treats us and loves us all equally. And once we start to uh, stop trying to be somebody in the kingdom, we'll discover we are someone. And wow. you know, Hang this on. is the Hang truth. On. Hang on, say that again. When we stop trying Once to- we'll- be someone we'll discover we are someone wow you know because and we are we're enough. a body i mean yeah. why would we want to be anything but what god says we are and we've done Absolutely. nothing we've done nothing yes. to be that person we just trust him and allow holy spirit to transform us and rest in that it's I'm just a- so amazing we, we're humble we have to forgive and we have to you know repent of our stuff but Gosh, my transformation has done has been so much quicker when I've just said, God, I can't do this. I just, I just, I just can't. You go. Yeah, it's <laughs> called surrender. <laughs> yeah, and then, but yes. your word says I am. Your word yes. says I have the mind of Christ. I'm not dumb. I have the yes. mind of Christ. So you're yeah, going to help. You me. have to exercise the words of Christ to activate. Out of yeah. the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. So. What, what we're professing out of our mouths is, you know, the world's going to chaos, you know. Well, actually, no, the world is moving towards Christ. Christ is coming. The world is going to see Christ. The world is going to recognize Christ as God. You know, let's start speaking the positive. You know, it's still truth. Um, you know, it's not, you know, it's not the world's going to hell. The world's coming, heaven's coming to earth. You know, this is the truth of it. Um, yeah, it's going to be so, yeah, yes. Um, you know, two kingdoms are at war here. You know, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. You know, and that's one of the other things that one of the, those battles of time that you have to adjust to is one of the things to get free from uh, stuff in your life, addictions, wrong thinking. You know, you we get addicted to all sorts of things in our life because it makes us feel good. You know, and it doesn't matter what that thing is, if it's not God, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're satisfying the flesh and the soul. So one of the things I've realized is that every voice we hear 
is either our own voice, the Holy Spirit's voice, or the enemy's voice, but they all sound like us. So all the thoughts in my mind are not all my thoughts. Uh, some of them are God-inspired by the Spirit, and some of them are demonic inspired by the demonic spirits that are out there that are speaking to people and once i recognize that we have these voices talking to us all the time and we're like we're like radio waves you know bombarded and we're the antennas and the receivers picking up all this stuff but once you learn to tune out and recognize that that is a demonic channel i'm listening to that's god i'm listening to that's just myself and my own desires once you recognize and and get that ability to recognize that these thoughts coming upon you usually thoughts of perversion thoughts of getting involved in things you don't want to be involved in that's the enemy speaking and most people in this world think it's their own inclination think that oh i'm this way i'm i have a bent towards this and i have a no 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 that's an external voice telling you that's what they want you to do and because you're listening to that station you're absorbing that information and you're starting to believe that lie. But as soon as you turn around and say, in the name of Jesus, I command that voice to go and I'm changing the dial and I'm gonna to listen to God and God tells me who I am. Suddenly you have authority on earth that you didn't realize you knew you had and the devil will uh, be resisted and the devil will flee. And suddenly those voices go away. And yes, they can come back and you just kick them out again because you recognize that they're not you. It's not your character. It's not how God designed you. None of that nonsense. God made you with a hole in your heart to have Jesus Christ come into your heart and be one with God. But we have this adversary yeah. who's coming around yeah. and speaking right. lies trying to corrupt us and trying to make us fall and um you know sometimes we'll mess up and you yeah. know the thing is we, we we then think we have to run from god but actually we we need to run to god and be received back into fellowship so, with him so pastor phil if i were to visualize that i love all that that's I, I'm, I'm while you're speaking i'm visualizing you doing that and I'm also visualizing me doing that. And so what I'd like our viewers and listeners to think about is in order for that to happen, firstly, you do need to know what the word of God actually does say. So it helps to search the scriptures, listen to the Bible on tape, on tape, on tape, listen to me, uh, you know, and uh, like find out what, and you can even Google and find out what scripture says about you in, in who you are in Christ so that it's in there for you to answer those lies. And then I see you pausing to actually stop and consider, wait, see, a lot of people just, the noise in their head just drives, they just follow where that train of thought goes. But you're talking about pausing and going, hold on, what's that saying? What is that saying? What does that tell me where it's from? What does it match up with? Even though the voice sounds like our own, because that's our own voice in our head, what we're used to hearing, but what it's saying, so it's gonna be from three places, God, ourselves, or the enemy. And then we can, we can tell that one to get out and we can answer it with what the word of God says about us. And that becomes our prayer time, doesn't it? It's like, no, I just I thank you, God, that I am not dumb. I have got the mind of Christ and that's a lie from the enemy. I have got this I've got, and I've got peace. And, uh, 
and that in turn renews our mind and makes us stronger and more spiritually resilient that's fabulous i love what you've done there yeah so this is what the word of god has been teaching but we've been interpreting it wrong and uh, you know it says that in the end times that you know the angel said to daniel seal up the book until the end times well we're now in the end times so the truth of what's been locked away is now coming to light and it's not just you know when jesus is coming back or that kind of stuff it's it's actually how to live free how to live victorious and we need to understand that freedom starts in it on the inside long before it's on an outside freedom freedom you know you could be in a you could be in a prison cell where you have to be free on the inside you know you know this um, Trish, that you have to be free on the inside <laughs> yes so so really and that comes by renewing your mind knowing who you are in christ but re- but it's not just that i mean i grew up in church whether this was being told you know renew your mind renew your mind it's like well what does that mean what does that mean just well read the word read the word you know pray pray read the word it's like i'm doing things to try and get free and it's not working i'm addicted to you know stuff that i shouldn't be looking at i'm addicted to you know things i i enjoy too much and it's like how do i get free i'm a christian how do i get free from these things and the truth is you have all authority given to you jesus christ said who you are what authority you've given my authority i give to you he said so hang on a minute how did god deal with the devil when he was in the wilderness he the voice came to him the devil's voice came to him and he turned around and he said i'm not accepting what you say i know what the word says and so that's how we deal with it we we say i'm not accepting I'm not accepting that thought. It's not my thought. It's the enemy's thought. It's the enemy's perversion of the word. I know what the word of God says. This is the word of God. And I choose the word of God. And I reject that. So powerful. So powerful. Pastor Phil, my goodness, that's just been, it's been a lot that we've covered, but it has all sequenced in such a, a logical hand-in-hand way those things going all together and you've you've finished up with giving people an actual strategy not just telling them oh go do this but this is how you do things and and that is truly serving people because I would hope that people can finish on this recording and they can sit quietly and say okay God What's going on in my head? What, firstly, what do you say about this? So you've prepared and then spend that time in the secret place with God. And even if you do it on paper to write down, even though I may have thought this, that's actually a lie. And the word of God says this, and that is going to renew. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and, and sharing the hardships that you've, you've faced and, and, you know not just pretending that church is just so good all the time because you know churches go through different cycles but it's when we're honest about what what's going on that we can actually fix things in and not just pretend that everything's you know great because we don't want the church to look bad but when we're honest we can actually make the improvements and 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 hey guess what i am the church <laughs> so we're not just talking about Sorry. them we're talking about me 
So any one of us can get like that. Any one of us can get like that with that hard-heartedness. So, you know, we don't point fingers anywhere, do we? But I honor you for the great work that you're doing and, and the people that you're raising up and uh, and the, the forgiveness that's in your heart for, for um, situations that you've been through, the grace that you extend to people. And I just, I love that uh, anointing that's on your life. So. Thank you so much for sharing so candidly with us. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on the shows. It's It's been a real honor and a pleasure. And, oh. uh, you know, we love uh, connecting with you guys uh, over there uh, or down there or under there, whatever you want to say. <laughs> but, you know, uh, thankfully we live in an age where we can we can meet this way over the internet in such a powerful way. Oh, and, uh, you, you know, uh, I, I thank God for being, you know, uh, you know, born in this generation of technology. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's really life-transforming. It's so good. Now, before I forget, I want to give you a plug. Um, everybody, if you're, if you're watching, you're listening. Now, you know that you can like, comment, and share, and rate uh, the podcast or the video wherever you're watching this. So please do. Um, but also, um, Pastor Phil has got... Uh, his, his, you've got two websites that you, one is um, your Encounter Church website. Tell it, you tell us the URLs, and I'll put them in the description. Okay. okay well, if you go to the one, you can get to the others. That's okay. the thing; they're all linked together. Uh, you know, we do a lot of online ministry on Facebook, of course, and um, a little bit more on YouTube and stuff. So, um, but if you go to e hyphen or e dash uh, the hyphen symbol e hyphen church dot tv then uh, that'll take you to our main encounter page and from there they'll find links to all the other things but we're building that page with completely free resources uh, we're giving stuff away all the time we don't want to uh, be a burden to anyone we don't we don't ask for money and if we do ask for money it's because we're actually sending you something and we're just asking for you to pay the postage um, you wow. know I believe that freely give as you freely receive I know not everybody can do that uh, and we struggle to do it but God has always blessed it always keeps us and uh, we're happy to receive uh, so but our, our main focus is to build the church to disciple people into who christ says they are fabulous love it so e-church.tv tv yes yep yep that's uh because that the name of bill's church is encounter church and uh where you see this by all means just like comment share and uh same with with bill's stuff um, if you want to get it, send me a message, if you've got any questions or uh, things you'd like me to get covered, um, topics, then uh, I'd love to explore those things too. So bless you heaps and um, we'll look forward to next time and see who we have on. But my goodness, Pastor Phil, thank you so much. It's just been an absolute joy to have you on. Oh, bless you, Trish. Uh, thanks so much too.